um, Visceralist Podcast, episode 14. We have a special guest. Uh, guest, how you doing? Uh, that's you. And, oh, also, I'm not going to use your name. Hello? I think you said that's you were going you. to one of the yeah. events. So uh, let's get to the first topic. Uh, <laughs> try from the NYC. Uh, is that your first joke? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um so this is something we yep. we start we started yeah this is gonna be uh, to our listeners i'm gonna be fucking around a lot so this is something we started last week and or no two weeks ago and i'm really liking it it's it's our trifling and nyc segment um where we just talk about like well trifling and nyc um it's right there in the name so uh jay you have a story ready to go go do it. Okay. Tell your story. So, <laughs> on I don't um, want to interrupt you. My, on my morning commute. What? Uh, well, not. I'm Start sorry, over. Morning Start commute. over. Start on, over. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like this for like the next. Okay, go ahead. In the evening, when I would get off the train to walk home, I used to walk by Peter Luger's like every day, just right down Broadway, and. Um, you know, they consider themselves kind of fancy place. So they ha- they have this doorman that's always out there. He's like a doorman slash valet slash like do whatever you need him to do. And they would rotate about, um, I would see like three or four of them, depending on the day, you know, you got to know them. It was like the weekend guy, the, the weekday guy, whatever. So I would, I would be friendly, we'd say hi. And then this one guy started shaking my hand when I would walk by, so I thought, all right. So cool. I'm sorry, these are guys who are just outside of Peter Luger? Yeah, they open the door when you come in. They'll help you get a cab when you leave, or they'll help you find a parking spot, or sometimes they, they'll park your car. Uh, you know, They're just there for whatever kind of services you need. Can they change like dollars to euros? Or? Uh, no, they don't do that. Peter Luger's they don't take um, only accepts dollars, you know, cash only, cash only operation. Okay. I, I went there one time with a bunch of euros. And what happened? Uh, I got slapped in the face and kicked. They actually literally kicked me out. <laughs> Were these like European people? Or uh, the guy was wearing a beret. So... And he, he did say, I mean, you... Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you go into Peter Luger's with a bunch of zeros, <laughs> What was that? Say the last part. If you're going into Peter Luger with a bunch of euros, like with European people, you might get slapped. But if it's a bunch of European money, they might slap you harder. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm known around the Lower East Side as like kind of a tough guy, so I, I, you know, a slap is not really like because they don't they don't know. Like I I will just like I'll just roll up roll up on them with the, with that with that K, and they don't want that. So anyway, uh, continue your story. <laughs> so one one of the guys, I I start shaking hands with him when I walk by, and it's fine. Hey, how you doing? Whatever, a little chat like that. And then one day, he um, <clears throat> went during the handshake. 
he takes one of his fingers and he my palm during the handshake. What? Say that? Say that? And I, he, during the handshake, he one of his fingers releases from, from the grip and like caresses the inside of, you know, caresses my palm, like rubs it. So I thought that was strange. Uh, he looked at me and smiled and I was like, I gave a confused look and then just walked, walked away. I was like, all right. Uh, that was something new. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what, <laughs> why they did so This then, is what you get for being nice. <laughs> don't ever be nice, ever. Then I'm walking again. I see him like another time, and he does it again. So I'm like, "What is happening?" It's, it's, I, I, I really don't know what it means. So then I just, you know, this, I never confronted the guys. I just started crossing the street from then on. I just walked on the other side of the street. I'm sorry, I you, you. So you had a history of like dapping these guys up for some reason, which I, I don't know what that's about. That's the only issue. And then like because this guy is like, which finger was it? I don't know. It was uncomfortable though. I know that. I mean, there's there's like it was like the middle. I think it was the middle finger. There's an elephant in the room here. I think it was the middle finger. You could get the finger, the middle. Warm it up, Chris. Okay. Um. So you so you started crossing. You crossed the other side of the street. Was he looking at you well, as yeah. you so, walked? So by? I would I would now I would cross. Well, it was real weird because I didn't want to cross all the time. So I would look until I got close to see which doorman was there, and if it was one of the other ones, I would stay on that side of the street. But if it was him, then I would just cross the street. So you have pretty good vision. Is my takeaway from the story? Well, at that time I did, but now I have to wear glasses. Maybe because I was looking too hard trying to see the fucking doorman all the time. But um, I'm sorry. Are you yeah. saying that your vision deteriorated because you were trying to look too hard <laughs> over the course of uh, presumably a month? That's why. That's what happens. I was looking too hard, and then I started taking visine drops every day, and uh, my vision we're, got worse. Yeah, we're referencing a lot of like our previous episodes. <laughs> Listeners, go back. Uh, guest, uh, do you have what? Do you did you prepare a trifling in NYC story? I do. I was I was actually trifling in NYC yesterday. Oh, so, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is actually near and dear, uh, very, very, very vivid in my memory. But you know, I would, you would know. So. You yes. would know. I mean, you would know this place. There's a there's a, a cool hip place, the bar that kind of looks like a lounge, like super super nice, and it really drives this really trendy crowd. And not like what not like it's in it's in Williamsburg. It's a Brooklyn place, and so. They are super, you know, they drive into this really young, trendy crowd. And it's not like true Brooklyn people there. It's a lot of like really like all the Manhattan people who like put on their Brooklyn clothes and then go right. to like listen to a DJ at 1.30 p.m. on a Sunday. Right. Like, right. so, it, and it's, you know, this girl, uh, there's tons of people. It's crowded beyond belief, sensory overload, crazy. And so... We're sitting at the bar. I'm sorry, did, you, did you say brazy? Crazy. Yeah, not brazy. <laughs> and I think he said brazy, though. Uh-uh. I hope he said brazy. Do you know, sorry, uh, this is a bit of a sidebar. Do you know, no, let's not do it. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> well, well, anyways, we're like, you might have to wait a little bit to get in. 
and then when you get in there, might be another line to get at the bar. But what? Oh, hell no! Oh, hell no! Two, is this two is this fucking on the north lines? Side? Is this on the north side? Of you see how we both pounced on? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, that's, is, this, that's what you, is there a reason you're not saying the name of this place? Like, it, you know. There is a reason, yeah. So. Okay. So okay. They, so so I mean, but you should know, right? If if it takes a little bit of time for you to get into the place, you know, you should imagine that's probably busy inside there. You might have to wait a couple minutes to like get a drink or do something like that, unless you know people, right? right? Unless you've right. like known the managers there, you know like the servers or the bartenders, you've earned your keep, right? You've, you've supported them in the off days and like the good days. So we roll up, we get in there pretty quickly. We don't have to wait anything. We also get a spot right at the bar. We get served right away, everything like oh, that. Nice. Oh, dang, yeah. the VIP status, oh yeah. <laughs> well, these, these group of people who like are fresh, like in their like Dolce and Gabbana and like wearing fur and like stuff like that. Like, wait, this, this but, uh, is the people you're with? Wait, uh, no, these are people that are behind us. So it's just me and, my, yeah, me and my boy Sam, and we're just chilling at the bar. And all these girls, especially like these, these handful of girls who are like just, they do not belong in the neighborhoods of like any place in Brooklyn other than this one bar. So they're in there and they are sitting there lamenting to us about how they waited in line and how they're like trying to get a drink and we're getting served instead of them. And it was just so ridiculous. It's like, hold on a second. Like, you waited in line to get into this bar. You didn't think that there was going to be a line at the right. bar once you got in. Like, it was just so going to be a yeah, bear. So they place. were complaining that it was crowded at the bar, basically. Yeah, and so they made a big deal about it, and uh, were just overall annoying. And they were like really pretty girls, but they were just so annoying and so like so shocked that they had to wait that there was a line. In to get the, the bartender's attention when there was a line to get into the bar in the first place. It just blew my mind, and I was just like... Oh, yeah, that's uh, entitlement. There's, uh, yeah. That was, that's, it's not too bad of a, you know, that was a trifling too hard, but it's mostly about the disdain of all the Manhattan people who come to, like, Brooklyn and put on their Brooklyn shit, but all they do is complain about stuff. That's really now, popular. Now, you, you used to live in Brooklyn. I did, yeah. But I don't purport myself, and I, I don't expect, and I don't entitle myself to like. Now hold on, you were a Manhattan person in this bar. Uh oh. I was uh -oh. as of like as of like two days ago. as of two days ago. I'm like a Manhattan person, but I remember I I kept my keep, man. I worked my way to know those people the whole time I was in Brooklyn. So I might be living in Manhattan now, but oh, I'm so, you're, so you're so you're in good with them over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like I, yeah, I got, I got a couple spots around the Lower East Side where it's like, it's like that, and um, where you just, you know, you go up and like, dudes, like, oh hey, and yeah, you can sort of, sort of like skip the line, quote unquote. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, like I, it is a little weird for someone to be like. First of all, I don't I, I don't know why anyone would ever wait in a line to go anywhere ever. Um I don't I don't I, uh, flying is a nightmare for me because of the lines. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's terrible. 
I got a, I got a question. I got a, I got a, a Manhattan Brooklyn question, Cal, that I think you'd be pretty good at answering, but I'm not sure. Okay. So like, okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a single guy, right? And there oh. are a few. Oh, nice. <laughs> what? You know, I'm serious. Like, I've heard from people about why I should have stayed in Brooklyn or moved to Manhattan. And uh-huh. somebody said something to me that uh-huh. kind of caught, caught my attention. I never thought of. I want to know if this is true or not. Ooh. So, what they said was if you're a single person. And you, Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. And you live in Manhattan and you meet somebody, there's a, a good chance that you won't either get like blown off on the date or that like somebody will agree to a date if it's in Manhattan. And the reason because is because it doesn't disqualify a majority of people from Brooklyn. Justin Yeah. Come on. There's, there's no ambulances today. Did you it's have to do right this now. in your garage today? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so it's it's uh, sorry. We missed so your last point. Basically, they said if you live in Manhattan, you don't disqualify yourself. But if you live in Brooklyn, you might disqualify yourself. Oh because, yeah, yeah. Because at least most people work in Manhattan. So even right. if they live in Brooklyn, they don't mind going to Manhattan because at worst they might stay over and then like go to work the next day but they're already in manhattan is that true uh i mean you know i i live in manhattan i work in manhattan so for me and also i'm just super partisan about the lower east side so i you know i won't even i won't go go outside the lower east side for a date um but yeah no i can totally see that because you know it's uh, people first of all people don't know the subway system um, and it, it gets all weird when you, once you get out to Brooklyn. Um, yeah. so, and, uh, yeah, and also like, wait, why does it get weird? It doesn't get weird. It gets all weird. I mean, it's not as like grid, like and directional. There's as no it grids. Is there's no grid. Yeah. Jay, like you, I know you've lived in Brooklyn the entire time you've been in New York, but like, there's no grids. I feel you. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's good to know. I guess there is some like validity to that. Oh yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that. You know that that's you know I never really thought about that. That's really interesting. Um. Okay. I'll, I'll let me think about that in the background, and I'll I'll get I'll readdress it later in the episode. Uh, I'm going to do my trifling and NYC episode. So I, I sent two, two things in, in our list of stuff that we, I have words. Um, one of them I'm actually a little bit concerned about. Like, I don't know if I can, I should actually tell it because like I have, I have some exposure there and there's still some active stuff, but it's way more interesting than, than the one I'm going to tell. But- Is it the is it the, uh, the thing? Well, okay. So I have I have a blog story and a cab story, basically. Uh, oh, I, I know your cab story is going to be good. I really want to tell the blog story because it's like it, it, insane. 
Uh, I, tell it. I definitely want to hear the, the blog story. Okay, fuck it. I'll do it. All right. So, <laughs> yo, I went viral back in like 2007. Um, and it freaked me the fuck out. And so <laughs> I, I closed everything down. Um, all right. So uh, I'll try to do this in an interesting way. Uh, so I used to do a blog about the college that I went to where basically just because I was bored um, at work and I would just like fuck around and like I had time, I had enough time to do a blog. So I would just like uh, go to the website of my college's newspaper and I would pick a story and just make fun of it basically. Um, but then eventually, <laughs> eventually um, like so I got some attention from that and it was cool. So I was probably getting like 50 hits a week on that blog. Um, but then I started doing this segment where there's this notoriously trifling ass uh, nightclub in the, in the city, uh, right on campus. Um, and they would post photos from like the night of like, like the party nights. Like they would just take photos and they post them on the website, right? I think a lot of clubs do this, just like a gallery. Right. And so I started doing like a weekly segment where I would just post, I would put one of the photos up and then I would just make fun of it with some captions. Like I would just do funny captions underneath. Right. Got it. Yeah. That sounds like it could be funny. Yeah. So I, and yeah. And so there is, there is, uh, there is another website that just covered news about, okay. So I, I went to an Ivy there is a website that covered news about IVs, right? That's just what it is like Gawker, but for just for IV news, right? So okay. they, because I had some, I had some kind of rep, like I, I was getting attention. Like I, you know, it was cool. Like I, but it was just like me fucking around and cracking jokes basically. Anyway, they, they did a post. I think they, no, they reached out to me and they're like, yo, we want to talk to you about your, um, your uh, bar photo caption segment. Um, and I was like, I think I just kind of blew them off or something. Um, so I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. So the, uh, and, uh, the, I don't know if you guys remember the Don Imus thing um, where he called like a college women's basketball team. I think he, he called them nappy headed hoes. Yes, I do. Yeah. So they, they were like this, they called me the new Don Imus because they were like, you're making fun of women in the photos. They thought I was just making fun of women in the photos and I was being misogynist uh. and, and they, they posted that. And then Gawker, I think Gawker picked it up. And so I was then went up to getting like 500 hits a week. <laughs> uh, with some bad notoriety and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm misogynist. I was making fun of women, but I was also making fun of men. And I actually did like, I did a, a whole fucking breakdown where I, I, I took every photo at, at this point. I'd probably had like put up like, you know, I've been doing it for maybe like say 10 weeks. And so I would have maybe five captions per photo, five photos per post. So maybe 50 photos. I did a fucking analysis of all these photos 
and it was actually like close to like 50 50 like me making fun of men versus women um but they don't you know they don't care this is after the fact anyway no, I they don't care about that yeah so i freaked out because like i was like i was like i don't want to then this is before like this is when like um you know going viral now is like you could flip that into like a fucking tv show um back then like i was it's it was bad so i freaked out and like i checked in with my sister and she's like just apologize and shut it down and so i did but i you know i tell and i told my some i have some friends and that work in advertising and they're like yo you were getting 500 hits a week yo you should have flipped that into something you could be famous dude like you can make money yeah you could have just shut it down that was it I, yeah, I shut it down. Uh, I think there's kind of two questions I have about this. Okay. So is is part of it like you're kind of regretting the timing of this? Like, or because the, the basis of like you being anywhere close to Don Imus is ridiculous on a million levels. Right. Right. right, so it's probably not like losing sleep over this, right? Yeah, but like you, you know that because you know me. But like you know, the, the going viral isn't about nuance. And like, um, I don't not? know. <laughs> Someday it will be hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this is this is probably like so. This is probably like two thousand seven, I think. Okay. Um, and so I'm the second like, that kind of yeah. I mean, the second part of that too is these people, the alleged victims. I mean, aren't, aren't people that are like at a club getting their take, their picture taken? Uh, do they have any sort of like? Uh, yeah, like, they, like they, they they would never even come across. First of all, they would never come across my site. They're agreeing to have their photos posted on that club's website. Um, they were trifling, and I, they deserved to be made fun of, uh, argue, arguably. I don't know, that's, that's a little bit editorializing on my part, but, um, and I also, I was just cracking jokes, like, it, like, it would, an example would be, like, there, I remember there, there was one photo where, um, what was that TV show, uh, there was, like, a game show, not, not how to make, how to be a millionaire, or whatever, what was that, it was, like, deal, deal or no deal. And they have like those girls who dress in an, like uniforms, and they have briefcases, right? So they um, they some girls who dress like that. It was maybe a Halloween thing. Um, and I, I I don't know. I, like I probably put like oh yeah I put I think I, my one of the captions I put was like no deal. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. Yeah. Subtlety. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, in retrospect, that's that's a like, I that's a little bit too mean for me. That I wouldn't do it now. Um, but you know, whatever. Fuck, like, I mean, fuck it. that's 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 not Don Imus level, man. If I could stand up for you seven years ago or ten years ago, well, I, I appreciate would do it. I appreciate it. But the other the other thing was, so I, I you know I went to this, you know, I was looking at this post and like there was a comment section and they were like. Um, I was I was sort of anonymous um, with that blog, and but 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 
I stupidly had in I had info about like my address from when I'm trying to keep this like a little bit I'm trying to be careful here but there was info about my address my specific address in the blog and like someone in the comment was like yo yo let's try to track this guy down like we can yo oh. as the info like yo let's let's do it like they're just like organizing like a fucking posse on me <laughs> that uh yeah, that, that's illegal so that's why i freaked <laughs> out and i was like oh, yeah i shut it down but like i i don't know like on some level it's like how long am i even going to be doing a blog like that anyway Getting getting a lot of hits and like driving it and going sort of viral is probably pretty valuable these days, I would guess. Um, so, did this kind of come up recently too? Like, did this kind of just float back into your world? No, like, I just I was just literally trying to think of stories for the trifling at NYC segment, and that that's up. that's definitely some trifling. And the NYC. thing is, like, there's so much like I engage in so much trifling that it's like it's sort of hard to pick just one thing for this segment um so anyway that, that was it let's move on um <laughs> um so i want to get right into the sports segment um because i'm happy to hear uh am that you're you're a big basketball fan yes sir and you're from minnesota so timberwolves fan yeah huge timberwolves fan i uh I do the NBA team pass, not the league pass. So I get to see all the games that the Timberwolves play, but I couldn't like surf to like the Warriors game or something like that if I wanted to, unless they're playing the Timberwolves. Do you watch most of those games? I do, man. Like actually watching the Timberwolves is like one of the parts of my routine that like makes me responsible during the week and like show up to work on time and like get the sleep that i need yeah so in a weird way it's, wow. yeah yeah i mean like it's it's good stuff but they're also super fun but they're not like too good so it's not like a bunch of bandwagon fans or like people. yeah but you got like uh is car is car is okay i'm not gonna say it. carl anthony towns k-a-t cat you want to say cat there you go is he, is he a rookie this year no, second year. Okay. Did he get rookie of the year uh, last year? Oh yeah, I think he won the rookie of the month literally every month last year. So That's yeah, he was great. definitely the rookie of the year. And they um, did. Uh, did you see the thing that they did on ESPN where they anonymously got uh, all the general managers to like answer questions, and they said if you had to choose one player to start your team at right now and you have to take into account like longevity, salary, career uh, point, everything, uh, who would it be in over 50 or 60% said Carl uh, Anthony Towns, like over LeBron and Durant and Curry and everybody. I mean, I could sort of see that because the sal I mean, the salary thing is big because he's on the rookie scale. Um, He's yeah, but I mean, like, is LeBron? Uh, I mean, age-wise, age like, he's, I mean, Cat's, like, 
Oh, how old is he? Like twenty one, maybe? Like he's got like fifteen. I don't even think he's twenty one. He might be twenty, right? Maybe. He he just turned twenty one. I know that because I follow him on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have some kind of party on Snapchat? No, that guy like sent like he puts like two AM like I'm in the gym working out and, like snaps. They're really like not cool. Yo, that, yo so that's that's fucking corny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins also does like a lot of Snapchats, but he's like, all the Snapchats are like of him just hanging out at home with his dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah it's like, so boring. <laughs> the fuck? And Levine, no. So Levine, though, like he's the okay, one. Who's Levine, like, no, I know he's he's. he's yeah, he looks he's like a, yeah, he looks like a party boy. It. Yeah. He's got he's some a, girls. He's got like he's, the chain. He's, the, he's yeah. working out a lot too, but like, yeah. He's out in this, those St. Paul streets. Oh yeah, he, those Minneapolis. Yeah, he's the, all those guys are like twenty-one. I think the oldest player on the Wolves right now is Rubio, who's like twenty-six. But the second oldest player of all those guys is Chris Dunn, who's a rookie. He's twenty-two, so he's older than. What? Towns, Wiggins, and Levine. Yeah. Wait, Rubio's 26? Yeah, Rubio's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. That seems too young. Okay. You know what? He actually seems like he should be older than 26 because he's just, like, (laughs) been on the scene for such a long time. But, yeah, and especially on that that team, he seems like the the old veteran, 26 years old. Well, and it's crazy, man, because they like he can't shoot, and so everybody's like, "Oh, he's a garbage point guard." But when he's on the floor, like literally every other player, their like stats get better. Uh, and Is so, he actually like running the offense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he brings the ball up. He initiates it. He's like the guy who who's like doing all those like big full court passes and running the break and stuff. He does like a ton of really small stuff. All the metrics guys, all the analytics guys, they love Rubio. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've definitely heard that. Um, yeah, you know, they got, you know, they, I mean, Cat and Wiggins, I don't know, Levine is like, he's decent, but he's not like, he's point guard, right? Yo, I like, no, I like watching, I like watching Levine, man, but he, uh, like they did this like study where if you have Levine and Wiggins on the on the floor at the same time, they're like a net negative. And if you have Levine and Town on the floor, they're a net negative too. What? But yeah, but if you have just Wiggins and Towns on the floor, it's totally big net positive. So like even even though Levine puts up all these points, he has like a bunch of turnovers and bad defense, and yeah. the team in general is better yeah, when he's not. He, on the floor. Yeah, because he's a he's a party boy. He's a pretty boy. He's too, all the he's too, busy, tra- he's too busy trying to floss. <laughs> There's all the snap. He's too busy snapchatting. He's, he's trying to snapchat while he's like putting up like a a contested 28-foot three-pointer. Yeah, he's trying to pull up from, like, 40 and, like, Snapchatting while the ball, like, before the ball is out of his hand. <laughs> Are you guys bummed that he's not going to do this slam dunk uh, contest this year? Oh, have they decided who, who's doing it? 
Well, he said he's not doing it, so does it really matter? Why not? He wants he, to change his image or something? Yeah, he killed it. Like, he killed it. Like, there's no need for him to do it. Says he's tired. Like, says he wants to, like, rest up and save himself and focus on the playoffs. I want to see, like... Playoffs? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? You, I, know, I know you didn't say playoffs. They're only two games out of the eighth spot. Oh, my God. See, here you go. Yo, so Jay and I are from Ohio, so we're we're Cavs fans. Um, so there's been a lot of drama about um, LeBron coming out and saying, "I don't know." First of all, he's been saying we need a playmaker, which I, this is not helpful. Like, what the fuck does that? No, mean? it's not helpful. He needs to stop talking. But the other thing is, like, he's like, I think his argument is that. Gilbert is not putting up the money to, to get players, but there's who there's not like you have you'd have to trade like there's no good free agents so you'd have to trade, and I guess his argument is like I don't, I don't even know like you can't just trade for something like no one's just gonna give you like no and no one's gonna help the Cavs certainly in the East. Well, it's, it's a bunch of it's just a bunch of junk too, man. It's like they have like nine. You have Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. And like a bunch of really great players, and like that owner also, like stood up and like signed those guys, like Tristan Thompson for like ninety million dollars, and like yeah, all his buddies, good. and like JR uh, and stuff. Like I think, yeah, Jay, I, yeah. What do you got on this, Jay? JR Smith, like JR Smith is a playmaker. I, I really don't know what he's. What LeBron is trying to. They have a good roster. They. Sorry, yo, you're breaking up a little bit. I mean, I went for, like you, like you say, you can't just go and grab somebody. You're, you're gonna either you can't. Like, I don't know. They have good players. They have playmakers on their, their team. Like, they just gotta get it together. Um, yeah, you were breaking up in and out. So I, I think the thrust of your thing is like, um, you're just like just copycatting my the thing I just said. <laughs> um yeah that's i'm sorry that was that's that's fine that's bad that's not good um well my thing my thing with this my here's my only point with this is like braun said he said to gilbert i want a fucking blank check i'll come back but i want a fucking blank check and he said okay so money shouldn't enter into it like braun like the money that Gilbert's making, like is that he could pay pay three hundred million a season. You're still in. You're still making profit. Yeah, but rich people don't get rich by spending a lot of money. He's already yeah, but like blank a blank check is a blank check. Like don't you know? Bron came back. Like listen, I mean, it would he be, gets his way. Yeah, I guess so. But like at the same time. If you're like the best player in the world and you just proved it, you should go out and prove it again. Like, I'm sick of it. Like, you got Kevin Love, you got Kyrie Irving, like, you got Tristan Thompson, you have a bunch of really great bench players, you got a bunch of people, like, now you have uh, Corver. Like, dude, just shut up and win. Like, I like the Cavs too, but like, if there's anybody who shouldn't be like crying about like not having the people he wants around him, it's LeBron because he got all the people that he wants around him except for Carmelo. 
Oh, I mean, I mean, I will. Well, we'll get we'll get to that. I mean, I will say that like, so the champion. The only people they really lost from the championship team is is Delvadova and Mozgov, which, you know, fuck them. Um. <laughs> so. They would be like the fourth best player on the Timberwolves. Each and of them. get it, yeah. And getting Corver was like that. Yeah, you know, he's he's a fucking sniper. Um, exactly. This is why I'm like, yeah. well, what do you want now? It's like, whoa. Like, he's gotten everything. That's the thing is, no, there's no one out there. There's no one out like a playmaker. Like, there's no one out. Like, what are you gonna fucking like trade for? Like, fucking like Chris Paul? Like, what? you know who? The banana boat. Lou Williams. Sweet Lou. Who's that? What? Wait, what? Why? What? The Lakers would probably give him up. Is he a point guard? He's a playmaker. What the? Oh, he is the a point, so, he is so a just, point guard. So Jay, you played basketball. What? What does playmaker mean exactly? It's like, um, like when the offense breaks down, someone that can create their own shot, or doesn't necessarily have to go through the flow of the offense, or just. You know, when things get stagnant, and like LeBron is a playmaker, I guess, and he has Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is a playmaker too. J.R. Smith can be one. He's still, I'm not sure who he really wants. Like, I, I guess that's what he's looking for someone that can generate offense on their own. Okay. But, I mean, because Kyle Corver, Kyle Corver is, you know, he's just a shooter. I mean, he's a good player, he's a fantastic shooter, but he's not a playmaker. You know. Right. Isn't Kyrie Irving a playmaker? He is. I would agree. I agree. He's one of the better playmakers in the league. That's why I'm like these are ridiculous comments. He's, I guess maybe for the second unit, he needs. To, he was looking for a playmaker. I, yeah, I think that's what he's saying. How about Levine? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I I got a lot of love for for Braun, and like, in order to prep for this particular segment. I, I watched a bunch of YouTube clips of him coming back to Cleveland set to, I'm coming home, coming home. You know, <laughs> there's like fucking 90 videos of that. So, so, but like, so yeah, so I fucking love dude. And he's an OSU fan, so awesome. But, but there's no one out there. There's no he one. He would have gone to OSU if he went to college, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, he would, he might have played wide receiver too. Oh my gosh! I would like. Had, did you ever hear like that? Like supposedly Allen Iverson and Nate Robinson are like incredible football players. Like the best. <laughs> Who's saying oh, Nate that? Nate Robinson. I definitely heard that about Allen Iverson. Did you really? Yeah. What position? I think he was a receiver. He might have been a quarterback. Actually, I'm not he sure. Was, he was something, but it, you know what? I was actually, I saw some videos, like, <laughs> I think it was, when, what was he in the news for recently? He was in the news uh, for the Hall of Fame, right? And there were like some, there was like some old two, high there school was like two videos. two years ago. No, he was in there recently for something. Him and Shaq were on TV a lot, like, in the past few months, doing something together. Did I don't they remember what it was. In Philly? They might Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe, but then, like, you know, and I started searching, and I went down this rabbit hole of Allen Iverson high school football plays. He had some nice moves, returning kickoffs, getting interceptions. He was doing a lot of plays. Yeah. Let's move on to our next segment. Because um, I can't Allen Iverson being, like, 
to fucking return it. Like, really? He can. I, I love. Trifling. I love AI that's too. Trifling. Trifling, yo, this is an epidemic of trifling. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's weaved within this show. Anyway, uh, let's move on to TV. So I mentioned two shows. Um, uh, M, have you seen either The Young Pup? Uh, Justin, can you, can you? Did you just say The Young Pup? Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't seen The Young Pup yet. Can, Jay, can can you do this? The Young Pope or Taboo? Yeah. Uh, so I got a question about Jula. I, I, I've, I've got like enough information, but I haven't like done like the season uh, of it yet or anything. So I'm going to let you guys talk about it. But is this like where like Jude Law is now? Like that he's kind of like falling off? Because he was like, he was like a pretty big deal, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was, like, I, I mean, it's, it's an HBO thing, so it's, like, it's sort of, it's, it's not, it's not TV, it's HBO, you know, that, like, that, like, it's, there's some legitimacy to it, um, also Diane Keaton's in it. Oh, I'm interested. Uh, So, um, I'll say this, right, it's, like, supposed to be basically, like, House of Cards, except instead of, he's, like, the Pope. Right. Uh you know, I hadn't heard that, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good analogy. Jay, have you have you seen Young Pope at all? I've seen the first two episodes, and um, if you like some good over the top imagery and some <laughs> some wild dialogue, you'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, um, I laugh a lot when I watch it. I know there's like these really serious moments, but I start laughing. Like when he, when he had that hat. That hat in the first episode. Wait. That <laughs> fucking hamburger. That hamburger hat he was wearing. Oh my Wait, god. What? I don't remember this. Oh, he had this like big, wide-brimmed hat, and then he was holding it down like oh, oh so gently yeah. as the no, helicopter was the coming future, down. The, the Pharrell hat. That's oh, a that's yeah. a real have hat. You, have you googled the young pope? That's hat. a real hat, though. That's a real pope hat. Don't make fun of that. Yeah. No, but like, it, like yeah, this show. There's like a lot of a uh, lot of talk on like some very reputable sources about the hat in the young pope, like Slate <laughs> and Vulture, like have like full articles on it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Look at that. Right now, The Verge, GQ, Gothamist, CNN. Well, they probably oh also, if, they, if they're doing that, they probably also have articles Thanks. about AI being a fucking, like, cornerback. Anyway. All state receiver. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, um, sorry. That was, that, I take that back. That was way too over, that was way overboard. Does Alan uh, Iverson watch The Young Pup? <laughs> <laughs> No, he watches the, the young practice, and then oh yeah, oh god, that joke just died in in my mouth. Um, here's the thing: I I really like Jude Law as an actor. Like, I think he's like top five. Um, currently active. Like, I don't know what it is about, but I just really like him. Uh, I saw he was in Hamlet on Broadway a few years ago, and I I saw that, 
and he was great. Like he was amazing in that. Um, but the thing is, like this story is it's just it's just fucking boring. Like the show is fucking boring. There's no intrigue. It's like uh, the, the, it's it's unclear if he's like they actually reference this explicitly. They're like it, they don't know if he's homosexual or heterosexual. They they think he might be asexual. Um when they're trying to like dig up dirt on him or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's shot very, like I like the cinematography. Like that's great. Um, but it's just, I was just boring. So I'm, I'm checking out after at least, I think there's four episodes. How many did you watch? I watched the first three. Oh, okay. Is that usually the the amount of time you give a show? Like three, three episodes and then you're like, I'm in or I'm out. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, so you've seen Taboo. I'm a huge. I mean, I'm an even bigger fan of Tom Hardy, but I still haven't gotten around to this one. Um, Am, have you seen this one? Uh, I'm not familiar with Taboo, but I agree with your uh, perspective on Tom Hardy. He's a badass. Oh wait, can we go back to Jude Law for a second? Of course. I think part of his problem was his personal life got real trifling. <laughs> he got he got real trifling. I mean, he is like, like... I think that's like, maybe part of the reason I think it's part of the reason I like him. Is, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was hella, hellified in, yeah. in these trifling streets. I mean, famously, he was dating someone and then he knocked up his nanny. Right. But right. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing I always say about celebrities. Like, if you have effectively unlimited money which like you know if you millionaires right they don't have unlimited money but there's nothing they couldn't get really so effectively they have they can get anything so they effectively have unlimited money if you have unlimited money and you're good looking and you're famous of course you're gonna cheat of course i don't i i'm gonna disagree with you just for a second I only give the benefit of the doubt if it's like somebody who's been famous, like from a, a young age, who like just doesn't have any sort of context of like what like a, a normal or like that perceived like upbringing is. Um, so like a Bieber, for instance, like that guy pr- probably doesn't have a basis to compare what like normal is to his like life. Right. But like, no, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, like, I, I, you know, I'm sure there was, like, 16-year-old Jude Law who, like, you know, was not famous and probably wasn't, like, a really good-looking dude. Uh, and just because you got famous and now have money uh, and now are good-looking or whatever uh, is not, like, a good enough reason to, like, cheat. Well, like, you know, here's, here's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to double-check, discount double-check you. I, I'm I'm substantially older than you. Um, I'm telling you, dude. Like it doesn't matter. It like it, he knows right from wrong. They all do. But like, if someone like, can you imagine like having like ten women hitting on you every day for twenty years? You're but- not gonna. You're not gonna cheat. You're not gonna do it. Really. Uh, it just tells me he probably wasn't like fully in love with the person that he was going to get married to. 
probably more than anything. Oh, honey. Um, <laughs> Jay, what do you, you got? Anything? Yeah, he is trifling, though. I, I would. He is. I am happy to say that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hesitate to say that he's trifling, but. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, some of those people, I'm just like, why even get married? Like, yeah. Know, oh, just... yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but the um, taboo show—that's yeah, like only a couple. Taboo. What, what do you that's got? like a couple, a couple of like episodes in, right? That's not like a, a something you can like stream the whole season, right? Right. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it's maybe like four episodes at the most. I think. So do you guys like that, or are you guys like now just into like watching only like something that you can watch the whole season, like in a day or two? Uh, Jay, You're, like waiting for it. Oh, I'm fine with watching it week by week. Now I like it. I hadn't done it in a very long time. Maybe, um, I think Game of Thrones was the only thing that I did watch week to week for a while. And then now I do it with a bunch of shows. Like I did it with Insecure, um, Silicon Valley, this show, Atlanta. I, I like the week to week now. Yeah, it can get overwhelming. I mean, I, I, like, I, you know, I know when uh, we mentioned earlier um, House of Cards, like, I, I look forward to House of Cards dropping. And I will probably watch, like, three, probably three in a row. So I'll go three, 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 maybe, like, a day apart. Um, but it does that's, feel that's exhausting. Yeah, I, I you know, it's, I'm, I'm kind of stuck because if something's that good, I don't want to wait for it. But at the same time, I've also like no only like a few shows in the past where it's just been like all week. I was like, I can't wait till like Tuesday night or Monday night or whatever or Sunday night, like to do these things to go watch the show. Right. I don't know. So what what what's going on with Taboo, man? Is it what's going? On? Is you is you lying it? No, Jude is not hate me. He could show up. He might. Can you imagine? How crazy would it be if Jude Law just pops up? Like, <laughs> Wearing the Pope outfit. Um, <laughs> just just trifling, trifling Jude Law. <laughs> He's like, his character is like just trifling in the show too. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy's character like catches him like in a brothel or something. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, now, we're never going to get to an actual description of the show. It's good. Um, Tom Hardy returns to. Well, he left. He went to Africa. Everyone thought he died in Africa. His father went a little crazy. His father died. Tom Hardy shows up at the funeral, says, I'm back, and inherits everything. Um, who is it? East India Company. They wanted, they want the will. They, you know, Tom Hardy's father has a plot of land that they want. And basically, Tom Hardy's not giving it up. So now they're going to fight. I think they eventually try to kill him. I don't know. There's some like weird flashbacks. It's, it's a very dirty show. Um, it's dark, dirty. That sounds like a, like a legal drama. <laughs> there is. No, honestly, there, there was like, there was a lot of legal talk. But um, yeah, like you said, you said dirty. Like, do you like people must have like really smelled really bad back in the day? Oh yeah, they must. Like, have. like everyone, 
they look disgusting in this show. Like, like ugh. Um, but but no, it's, it's, it's very it's good. good. I don't know. They, like they didn't. I don't know. They, they didn't have toilet paper until like the fifties. Oh, really? Uh, probably. <laughs> but still, but regardless, like, can, what? I, <laughs> what were they doing? It's a great toilet? answer, probably. <laughs> what were they doing before toilet paper, man? Um, um, they had their hands. They were like, okay, all right, let's move on. Let's let's not do that. But taboo is very good. I mean, Tom Hardy's performance has been great so far. Um, their descriptions. I mean, they keep beating around the bush. I'm sure they're going to talk about his turn to like savagery. There's some, you know, some good racist talk in there. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> um, there's, there's some people like they're definitely recognizable faces. I don't know their names, but when you see them, you recognize the actors. Right, right, right. You know, those types of people. Yeah. I think the, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, about Tom Hardy. The guy that, like, is he now, like, the guy where it's just, like, anything he's in, it just, like, has to be good, and he has to be good in it. It's, like, assumed. I think, yeah, I think basically, like, this this show is interesting because he came to FX, and he he wrote it with his dad, and his dad's first name is Chips. I'm not making this up. Chips? You said, you said Chips? Chips, yeah. Written by hmm. Chip, Chips Hardy and Tom Hardy. That's a nickname? I don't know, probably. Uh, but things like, you know, <laughs> if, you know, if Tom Hardy comes to you and he's like, yo, I want to do a show, like a 10 episode show, like, no, I don't think any network is turning him down. I'm surprised he's doing TV, but then again, maybe not, because that's like all the big actors are doing TV now. Like, Jude Law, we were just talking about it. Like, yeah. He could do movies, man. That guy could probably do any movie he wanted to. Yeah, you know, like I I met someone recently, like who's not. I mean, we're all, you know, pretty into like movies and entertainment and shit. So of course we know about Tom Hardy, but like I don't. I forget. I'm, I'm blanking on where I met this person. Maybe just like a, like a networking thing or something like that. But like they didn't know Tom Hardy and then I was tr so I was trying to explain like oh we've probably seen him in dot 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 but then I was like well he's not really been like a lead in anything that's like huge I mean Mad Max but like that's like a that's not that's like no and even like, with that he had that weird mask on his face for a while yeah and like Dark Knight Rises yeah like he was not like he doesn't really have like any sort of like Mission Impossible type type thing. Um, Inception. He was he was in there a lot, right? But he was a, he wasn't the lead. He wasn't the lead. No. Ooh, uh, I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and he's rumored to be in Star Wars Episode uh, Eight. Oh, really? Yeah, as a stormtrooper, which is weird. Oh. Yeah, but, like that's like Daniel. I think Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper in episode seven. And he's gonna be Al Capone in a movie. Wh wait, what? Yeah, it says Fonzo, the forty. 
57-year-old Al Capone, after 10 years in prison, starts who's, suffering from dementia and comes to be haunted by his violent past. Who's directing that? Uh, Josh Trank. Wait. I, I, I have is no that the, idea. That's not the Fantastic Four guy, is it? Uh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> the new Fantastic Four? Yo, I saw that. I actually saw that new Fantastic Four because I was like at a at a my sister was visiting and like she was in a hotel and I was waiting for her to get ready and watch basically the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that movie is really it's really bad. Oh, it sounds like uh, Tom Hardy was in The Revenant too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he's kind of a badass. Oh, movie. But you see, wait, what were you saying, Jay? Had well, more lines. He had more lines than Leo, though. In the Revenant? I don't think. Yeah, Leo maybe had. Leo didn't speak very much, right? Tom Hardy was talking all over the place. Yeah. He was crawling around the fucking dirt for a while. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he was the guy who was, um, like, kind of the, 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 the antagonist, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a bad guy too. Yeah. He yeah. Was. I I remember. Uh, so he's Bane in, in the Dark Knight Rises, and I um I'm a fucking nerd about Batman movies in general, and I remember um I have this like thing that I do with uh, I have a buddy who's also a huge Batman nerd, and we actually take the day off of work when like new Batman movies come out, and we go to see them at like IMAX. Uh, up at Lincoln, Lincoln Square, or whatever. So we went to see uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises. That was 2012, and I was da- I had just started dating someone at, at at that point, and she took the day off too. Um, and then we went. To, I think we went to a party, like a, a mutual friend's house party, at, like that night. And I was like, I was so aggy about it. Like I was doing uh, the Bane impression. <laughs> People of Gotham, you uh, can't, uh, yeah, hit me, baby, one more time. Um, and everyone was, for, for no one knew. First of all, no one had seen it at that point, so they didn't know what I was doing. They were just like, but the, I think they chalked it up just like, oh yeah, you're just usual weirdness from the visceralist, <laughs> right. Um, um, but uh, I guess my, my point, my only point here is that I was really annoying people. With and you probably did the, your uh, voice. How did the girl? How did the the date? The girlfriend she, react she to you? She was not like it. She was not happy with it. <laughs> she was. She was like, okay. First of all, you're you're doing it poorly. Uh, you're <laughs> annoying people. They don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, yo, this is this, yeah, this is what you sign up for, dating me. <laughs> and then, she, and then she went home. She typed you into Google and uh, found out you were the the potential Don Imus. You went viral in 2007. <laughs> 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 um, she she went home. No, she, she pulled up Google. Um. I was uh, off to the side. She had a really big apartment, and mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I really my my joke brain. 
I like how I preface this episode with I'm gonna crack a lot of jokes and I just completely crash and burn there. <laughs> you put okay. the pressure on yourself. Let's move on to you the did. next thing. Let's move on to the junk food segment. This is like one of the favorite. Oh fuck, we we skipped the conspiracy segment. We gotta squeeze the skin. Sorry. Oh no, we did it in the basketball thing. Uh, the NCAA and the NBA are colluding together. That's my conspiracy theory. Uh, anyway, let's move on to junk food. Um, strawberry juice. Doesn't that sound great? It sounds delicious. Why? Mm. Why can't you get it? Like I, I actually looked. I actually Googled in Amazon strawberry juice, and like, mm-hmm. first of all, you can only get like ki- like kiwi strawberry shit, which is just all bullshit. Um, and I think Welch's sells like a some kind of bullshit. And then there's like smoothie mix that they sell to bars for like strawberry daiquiris. Um, but it's not like like I want like just squeeze a fucking strawberry and sell it. Well, you can do strawberry milk. No, no, no. Uh, okay. So the the only thing I saw. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only thing I saw was like this French company that sells it, but it's like ten dollars for like a like a twenty ounce bottle or something. And what do you what do you what do you think, uh, uh, M? What do you got on this? I'm just wondering if like why it's so expensive. If it's like available and it's like ten dollars. Or like a, for a twenty ounce thing, like is it like is there a shortage of strawberries somewhere or like what? I mean, I guess like I, I, my assumption is that it doesn't grow in the U.S. like oranges do. Hmm. So this is what I was saying: is like why isn't it why isn't strawberry juice as prevalent as orange juice? Certainly, like strawberries are pretty popular, right? Yeah, I think so. People love strawberries. W- what you got on this, Jay? Uh, maybe there's just not a big market for strawberry juice. No demand. I mean, I mean but how many strawberries would you need to make like a ten ounce glass? So probably a lot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that might be. It might just be the amount of juice that are in the strawberries. It's not very much. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, a lot of seeds too. Right, yeah. but how are you, yeah, how are you even juicing a strawberry? Like, just fucking just put just, a juicer and ju- press press start. Press juice. <laughs> press juice. Press. Yeah. <laughs> like a juicer that only has a button that says juice. <laughs> well, maybe you could just do yeah, buy yourself a juicer and just start juicing your own. I'm not fucking doing this shit. Like, I want to fucking buy it somewhere. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. It sounds like you're going to have to prepare for a world without strawberry juice. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, there's a simple answer here, but you just don't want to accept it. <laughs> I'll be goddamned I have to make my my own fucking str- strawberry juice. I can buy orange juice in the, in the, in the Dwayne Reed across the street. I go up there. Moment. I go up there and ask them for strawberry juice. I get I get slapped back into the seventies. Trifling. This is so trife, <laughs> yo. That is so trife. I did you guys see the? Um, first of all, now I'm worried about the quality of the strawberries too. Like I'm now <laughs> down this other 
other rabbit hole. But did you guys see that uh, Doritos, since we're talking about junk food, Doritos uh, is coming out with a bag on Super Bowl Sunday that uh, you can blow on the bag, on the front of the bag, and uh, if you if it registers like a blood, if they sense like a blood alcohol level that's close to 0.08, the bag will turn red. And if it's lower than 0.08, it'll turn green. So you know whether to drive or not. So there's like a, so there's a, a blood alcohol content monitor in a fucking bag of Doritos? Yeah. Is that what you Why? Yeah. Yeah, why? Well, because people drink on Super Bowl Sunday, and they also. I mean, like, I feel like Doritos is more of like a like a weed thing than than like a drinking thing. Uh, I don't know, but here it's on Ad Week right now. Tostitos new party. Oh, Tostitos, not Doritos. Sorry. Uh, Oh, I could totally see Tostitos doing it. Yeah, no, I was confused about Doritos doing it, but Tostitos, I could see. Wait, so so you were you were you were more concerned about like the brand association than the fact that there's like a blood alcohol like device that's on Wait, a does, bag of chips. So so the bag changes color. Like if you're drunk, can you not open the bag? Or, like seal itself up? <laughs> no, no. You, if you blow on it and it senses you're above 0.08 or whatever, it's, what do you mean if you blow on it? Another bag. Well, here, I'm gonna, dude, it says. You're gonna blow on a bag? The special bag comes equipped with a sensor connected to a microcontroller ca- calibrated to detect small traces of alcohol in a person's breath. If any is, there alcohol- a fo- is, there, is there a photo of it in the article you're reading? Yeah. Can you describe it? Yeah, it's like an all black bag that's Tostitos on the top. And then uh, there's two bags next to each other. One is in the middle has a green circle. Uh, it's like a steering wheel, but without the little middle part of it, just like the circle. Okay. And then on the right, there's a red version of that circle with the middle of the steering wheel. Well, and then well, no, below like it, the, it the, the, B, the BAC device, like, what does it look like? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like there's a sensor in the bag. I, I, it uses near-field communication technology, allowing fans to tap the bag with their phone to call a ride. Wow. What? Yeah. Is is this like a, a partnership with Uber or something? Yeah. It says it says if any alcohol is detected, the sensor turns red, forms the image of a steering wheel along with an Uber code and a don't drink and drive message. And then it uses NFC technology, allowing fans to tap the bag to their phone to call a ride. And they'll be offering, Tostitos will be offering partygoers $10 off their Uber ride during and after the February 5th game. That's pretty cool, dude. $10 off an Uber ride? That's that's pretty good. See, now you have like a legitimate reason to drink on Super Bowl Sunday. Get that discounted Uber ride. I wasn't going to drink on Super Bowl Sunday, but now. <laughs> but now. I will yeah. consider it. Yeah. That, okay. Maybe just don't if you don't want to. I'm going to drink just strawberry juice on the Super Bowl Sunday. You're going to have to make it yourself. Yeah. Man, if I if I actually go to the trouble of making strawberry juice, like I better get like so many so many props. I want people talking about it the entire time. I want I want people talking about it more than the game. Cuz <laughs> I'm just 
I mean, I'm just really, anyway, let's move on. All right, so I only had one other thing here. And this is a really benign, stupid thing that like, I don't, uh, you guys read it about the texting thing where mm-hmm. you, you, okay, so you text someone, and, but they're in the middle of texting while you're texting. So you're texting at the same time, but your thing goes in first and then they do it, but then they don't necessarily see your text and you're both then waiting for each other to respond. Has this happened? To, is this just me? No, that's I, that's never happened to me. Are you serious? I guess I'm I'm confused by it. Yeah, there's yeah, no real way. Yeah, I was a little confused way. by your description in the email, and now that what you're saying makes sense, I guess. But that's never happened. No, I don't know. Like I'm just like I just need attention, and like if anyone doesn't respond to my text, I get I go crazy. Oh, okay. That's more what this is about. Like, so, I, you, so you like snuck in your text like maybe a second or two before they yes. hit send and they don't see your text. They don't get a notification. Because they're text. sending and so their text goes in but yours is yours is technically above theirs. But... Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like I've gotten in trouble because of this before. So you've seen it? Was, yeah, oh yeah. Like I, I, I think I remember like I was talking or I was supposed to meet with like an ex of mine, an ex-girlfriend, and I think that might have happened where she was like, meet me at 5.30 here, and then I'll have missed that because I was replying back to someone else. Right. And and then it's like 4 o'clock, and I'm like, hey, where should I meet you and what time? And they're like, I said 5.30 here. Oof, oof. Doghouse. Does that make sense? You ever heard that? That makes, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. I don't know how to stop that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I just upgraded my iPhone, so I have all these new emojis and shit that I'm trying to get used to. Used to, and like the skin, skin color. You can alter the skin color of an emoji. Would you consider yourself a good texter, visceralist? Um, yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I feel like, uh, generally speaking, and this is like something that, that comes up in numerous episodes where I, I'm like, I really feel like if I had buckled down, I could be in the NBA now. But that's just, you know, my ego. Like, I think I'm the best at basically, I think I'm better at podcasting than, jo- than Jordan was at basketball. And so yes, I am, I am I am good at texting. Okay, you're the Jordan of text messaging. No, better. <laughs> you, you specialize in a certain form of texting, like texting girls or texting your friends. Special form. <laughs> Special category. Um, no, I mean, what, what, what do you mean, like? What do you mean by good good at texting? Like, are you able to like say quick funny things and like put the right emoji at the right time? Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. I am terrible at that, man. I'm like awful at texting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're not. You're, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. Like, 
I need more context. Like it's just, it's so bad. Like if I were ever to do like an app for dating, I would be awful at it. Like I would, I would not know like the right, like emoji face to put at the well, like right time. And if yeah. I did, it would be like the wrong one. You know what I, what I will say is like back in the day, like I used to actually like sort of agonize over like if I got a chick's number, um, like I would spend like a, like I would be like okay I gotta wait like four days, and then like I gotta like I gotta come up with a text that references what we did, what bar we were at, and has a joke and has an ask for a meetup. That's also cool. Like I gotta fit all that shit into one text, and like it's fucking exhausting. But I, what I found out is like when I would just like when I moved on from that to just being like. Yo, you want to get a drink? I got way better results from the more direct thing. Really? Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And now I'm just, I'm just like too selfish and lazy to even bother. Like I'm just like, yo, just, just come over to my place and bring, bring alcohol. I'll, 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 Venmo, I'll Venmo you later to reimburse you. <laughs> Yo, come over, and, bring yeah, it. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm getting better. I'm getting better results from that too. I'm sure. You ask them like, you ask them to stop and like pick up like toiletries and stuff for you on the way to like. Also, can you stop at the Dwayne Reed and get paper towels and like yeah, toilet paper? Just strawberry. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. You know what? Now I know why I'm so bad at texting. So that's good. <laughs> well, I should say also. Like, there you go. I'm a fucking lunatic, and I'm. I would not recommend my way of dealing with women to anybody. But you said you were better than Jordan. Why would I not want to be better than Jordan? Well, when I said better than like that, I should. I, that's a mistake. What I because the sports paradigm is not accurate. It's more like I'm better than like Alexander the Great at like. Oh. like uh, wow. Okay. Uh, thanks for reading. <laughs> yeah. All right. On that note, uh, that's the last thing. Uh, guest <laughs> M, do you have any closing thoughts? Oh boy. Uh, no, man. Uh, I'd say go Wolves. Uh, really appreciate the opportunity to say my piece and come on the the pod. Yeah, uh, hope man, to this is fun. It. Hope to be on again sometime. Absolutely. Uh, Jay, you got anything? Take care. No, no parting words. We need a playmaker. Let's get a playmaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dirk Nowitzki to the Cavs. <sighs>